In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH Seventy-nine degrees outside, sort of sunny, I guess. But they say we're going to have rain showers later today, and even thunderstorms tomorrow. Eighty-seven are high today. Eighty-one tomorrow. Thursday's supposed to be a mostly sunny day. Friday's sunny again. But a world of difference in temperature. Thursday, 84 are high. And Friday, 78. And the weekend, 79, 78, right in that zone. Be a good weekend to get some things done outside. Our Athens County Fair, have you been over there, Scott? Uh, Let me turn on your uh, mic. Not yet. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm planning on going over and checking in on the our folks at the uh, G&J Pepsi trailer. Right. The broadcast booth at G&J Pepsi has uh, partnered with us, a business partnership that we enjoy with them year-round. Uh, they wanted to provide the uh, booth for our broadcast area, mm-hmm. so we are um, appreciative of them for being a part of us in the Athens County Fair, and they've also... Uh, donated uh, Pepsi products for us to distribute there. I'll bet the concessionaires near that sta- our booth <laughs> are saying. Well, they what they gave us is uh, you know the Pepsi Zero, Mountain Dew Zero things that they don't normally sell as a fountain drink just yet. Okay. So that's kind of like a little bit of a test to see how they go over. But yeah, they do have a contract uh, there with. With uh, Pepsi at the fair board, I do believe, and mm-hmm. and uh, so they gave us some of those products. But still, I've had them, and some of the new Mountain Dew flavors are delicious. I will say that, especially I, I've never gotten into that. I guess I should try the the mango Mountain Dew is really tasty. Sounds good. Yes, it is good. Mango flavored Mountain Dew. So that's uh, one of the flavors I think that they provide with us. But anyway. Uh, very generous of them to want to be a part of us at the Athens County Fair, G&J Pepsi of Athens. Of course, we thank them. Sure. Well, today is August 9th, folks. Uh, 2022, of course, is the year. And um, it, let's see here. In terms of days, you know, today is National Book Lovers Day. I have many friends who are just avid readers. I am not. Have I? Do you not know how many years it's been since I've read a book for um, for fun? Yeah, or just for leisure? Yes. Something like that? Um, I don't believe it's, I think it's been since, well, I think it was back in my high school days. And my mother would encourage it. And she was um, very highly educated 
well-read teacher. Uh, Not professionally, but she could have been. Her degree was in education. From the College of Worcester. But I just... um, I do a lot of reading. Don't misunderstand. But not for leisure. Um, It's all professional in nature. And so... um, But I wish, I wish I could develop that a little bit. Anyway, National Book Lovers Day. It's National Veep Day. Now, are they talking about vice presidents? Yes, they are. It recognizes the succession plan of the president of the United States. It's a a presidential thing. Yeah, it's not necessarily to recognize the vice president, but the succession plan of the succession of the president. And, And it doesn't apply to industries and things like that. It's more governmental. Yes, from what this is uh, saying here, okay. it goes on to say, in case of the removal of the president from office or his death, resignation, or inability to discharge the powers and duties of the said office, the same shall devolve on the vice president, and the Congress may by law provide for the case of removal, death, resignation, oh, mercy. or Okay, it's very inability. presidential. Yes. I, yeah. I get the point. So it's just the, uh, the procession. Of it, not the, not necessarily the people. Uh, and I didn't mean presidential; I meant very governmental. Yes, correct. Okay. Um, the only three things to list here. The third thing um, is something that kind of turns my stomach. <laughs> Mine too. National Rice Pudding Day. My mother, once in a while, would have that available at the dinner table. She would ask me to take one bite, and it was all I could do to do that. And yet my dad loved it. She enjoyed it. Our guests enjoyed it, or so they said. But it it just, something about the texture and the temperature, because it's normally chilled, right? Oh, yeah, you can serve it either hot or cold. Can you? Yeah, either one. Well, she always, as I recall, served it chilled. Yeah, I wonder if it would have helped with uh, maybe adding some fruits to it, like peaches or strawberries. Oh, that would have certainly helped. Yeah, it would have helped me, too, eating it. We do have a caller. Let me bring him on board. Good morning. Hey, guys, it's J.W. J.W. Good morning. And I agree with you about rice pudding. I hate <laughs> that stuff. I'm, now, why I'm is your voice so different today? Because I'm fighting this little... Uh, Sinus, whatever crap, okay. you know. This is my very white voice, you know. Um, it's impressive. I know Jesus never ate white rice pudding. I can tell you that. He told <laughs> me. I mean, he and I had that talk. <laughs> <laughs> so so I have something in common with him. That's right. And, uh, hey, glory be. Well, okay. I, I just called. What a sad day yesterday. Just a sad day. Lay it on us. And I would be calling if what was done to Donald Trump's house had been done to Barack Obama or Bill Clinton. Yes. I just, um, 
I I am in a state of shock in some ways. I just never thought I'd see something like that of a not just a former president, but a president and the potential opponent of the current president in the next election. I, I can't you negotiate with lawyers for what you want or I know it's still early, so I need more details. The White House pretends like they don't know anything about it. When is Garland going to speak? Well, I'd like to know who signed off on all of this and what's the rationale here. It's, well, this um, was an FBI action, right? That's what it appears to be. But they had to get – for that high-profile uh, job – there had to be some signing off on some pretty high-ranking people. I'd like to know who they are. Now let me let me just um, point out something, and I hope you don't mind. Absolutely not. Well, you don't know what it is yet. No, but it's your show, and whatever it is, I can counter it anyway. But you are not, not a <laughs> Trump fan. As I am not a Trump fan. Uh, a Trump fan. Is that what you're saying? Is that, is that a I, statement you're making I'm, about I'm me? Guess, I'm guessing that, okay, but... But you're wrong. Okay, let me, hang, let me finish my sentence, then tell me if I'm wrong. All right. But the concept is what's really troubling and wrong. Correct. Now, am I close? No, that's correct. Absolutely. Okay. That, that's what I said. Um... Not an Obama fan, not a Bill Clinton fan, but if it was happening to them, I would be just as outraged. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, all these people with January 6th are talking about uh, the January 6th issue is very much like 1941, Pearl Harbor, 9-11. Good Lord. Uh Well, I don't know about that, but next year... And years after you're gone, when people are doing this day in history, this event will be there. I suspect it is so unprecedented. I, 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 just, I, I can't even put it into words. It is so unprecedented. And I'm just looking to see the details come out. Now, I know the, hate, the Trump haters are they're just loving it. You know, they all... I've never seen such obsession with a man to the point of literal hatred. I, I It's, you know, I, I'm not a Trump fan, but it's not that I dislike him. I just dislike sometimes the way he does things. Sure, that's fair. Well, that's I'm telling you, Dave, there are people and who are absolutely obsessed with hatred for that man. Yes, yeah. they are. No, which Scott, is... Scott was going to say something. I'm He's, sorry, Scott. That's okay. I, every president, you know, what Dave said, like he didn't like some the way he did some things. Well, every president's like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Now, go ahead. But I'm just saying, people are obsessed with that guy. I, 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 I have literally heard people, you know, people when Rush Limbaugh died, the glee was just over the top. I suspect if Donald Trump had a heart attack right now, <laughs> or whatever, there'd be dancing.
dancing in the streets. Mm-hmm. And that's that can't be a good thing. No. In my opinion. And I feel bad the tone of setting with this call because I sound very um oh I'm a, I'm a positive person. I'm a very positive find you know find the positives. Yes. And I sound I sound defeated. I'm not defeated. Uh, I love this country. I'm just I'm just shocked by the action and if this is setting a new precedent, I want to see how we go forward with this. Well, that's true because what happens and for me with this going on, I I smell a little desperation on the side of the opponents of Donald Trump because I believe this, okay, this is just for me now and the Trump haters, you know, whatever. But had this been done in reverse, I'd still say the same thing, that I think they just handed the midterm elections to the Republicans and may have just handed the presidency of 2024 back to Donald Trump by doing this because they found according to CBS News, and like you said, J.W., we'll wait to see what was found or if if we hear what they say they found. Right. You know, much like the O.J. trial when right. uh, things were, were claimed to have been planted. Right. You know, it, there's a possibility. That the FBI doesn't have a very good recent no. track record. And, and they shouldn't. People are highly suspect of the FBI now. And uh, I, I'm, I'm just wondering now in the future if if Donald Trump is elected, and, you know, that's an if, in 2024, are they going to do this at Joe Biden's house? Well, that's with, what I'm saying. With the what? things that have been going on with, you know, uh, his son and the, the uh, shady financial, alleged shady financial dealings with his son in China and Ukraine. I mean, this is what I'm saying. If. Once I can get away with it now, what happens? You, you know the pendulum swings. What happens when the other guys get in power? Mm-hmm. Does this give them an okay to do it too? Yeah. You just opened up a dangerous, dangerous can of worms. Mm, absolutely. And, you know, if President <laughs> Trump is reelected after his term, and if an, another Democrat wins in 2028, are they going to turn around and do the same thing to another Where does it stop? I mean, yeah. Yeah, where does it stop? Yeah, exactly. Let me me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. This is only related. How do you you consider the difference between the FBI and the CIA? Mm. I see the CIA as sort of more international. Um, uh, they have more leeway in terms of covert operations. Now, in in general, they they can do things too that we'll never know about. You hope they're good, but the FBI, you know, Hoover developed them, and you know they had all this glory and their show and all that, and but they've always had sort of a uh, a mixed bag history, you know. One hand, 
they are surveilling Martin Luther King and sending him death threats. And then on the other hand, they're solving the um, the murders of the civil rights people in Mississippi mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, but recently the FBI, see, and I, I, I hate to say this, but I think they they are being used. And they should not be used. They've got to be above board. But the hatred for Donald Trump, the James Comey thing, that whole thing opened up a can of worms that I don't know how you put it back. And I'm going to tell you, if, if I were elected president, given their recent history, there would be a lot of house cleaning. I mean a lot, and people would be pissed, but I would clean house. I'm talking hundreds of people to go. But thank God it's not me. So. <laughs> thank well, you for this time, my brother. You I, bet. That yeah, I've said, sort of too, if I could add. Me, I needed this. Yeah, if I can add real quick. I don't care who the president is. Is, is this doing any good for our country? No. Um, I, I just don't think so. It's, I think it's going to stoke and fuel the division even more and again i don't care who the president is but if he's doing something good for our country that's what this country needs we need healing and this is far from healing and again and and, and you would think somebody with with the um adversarial atmosphere out there right now yeah why would you even sign off on this because you know there are some very pissed off Trump supporters today. Oh, they came out and, last night too. In well, front but of you've his just seen the house. beginning, and I just hope nobody, none of them, do something stupid. Yeah, exactly. I you was know, thinking the same thing. Stupid don't, to, don't to, do. Uh, but yeah, but this incident just just adds flames, just yeah. flames to the fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever did this is one of the most incompetent decisions and i'd like to know who it was and why so they better talk soon yeah and is this a distraction from the bills that were just passed 730 billion so-called inflation deterrent reduction but, yeah, I yeah. Uh, i don't know you know uh, who's going to end up paying for that you you and i will so, well Thank you. Thank you, Dave Palmer. You bet. Bye-bye. See you, J.W. Bye-bye, Scott. And adding 87,000 IRS agents. So let's talk about, um, from a news point of view. Okay. um, (laughs) What what J.W. just brought up. We're talking about the Mar-a-Lago raid. Federal agents carried out an unannounced search warrant on former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence yesterday. Sources indicated the raid was related to allegations he improperly took classified documents from the White House to his Florida residence. Now, the former president has faced a number of direct or indirect probes since leaving office, 
including those stemming from the House January 6th committee. It was unclear whether the search was specifically rated to the committee's work or undertaken separately by the Justice Department. According to reports, officials from the National Archives and Records Administration notified Congress in February they had retrieved 15 boxes of documents from Trump's Florida residence, among which were some classified materials and believed there to be possibly more materials remaining at that location. Once again, we're talking about Miralago. Anyway, as of this morning, it was unclear what issues, if any, the documents seized related to. So, you know, one more thought about that too: if if the FBI can do this to a former president of the United States, imagine what they could do to me or you or anyone. Granted, we're not the president. Granted, we're not politicians. But on a suspicious tip or whatever, what could they do to the the population? Any of us, for that matter. Well, okay. Federal classified documents. Yeah, again, I said, yes, we are not the president. If there is such a thing, and I've been involved with such documents years ago when I was in the service, um, you were not allowed to take them. Of course. And have them in your personal possession. Right. They had to remain at the facility, which was, in theory, bomb and rocket proof and everything like mm-hmm. that. And um, as much like records where you know we've both worked, you you don't take those from the organization. Right. You leave them there. So on one hand, if that did occur, if it did, yes. Um, do you just ignore it? No, of course not. I mean, it needs On to the be other researched. Hand, if it's being done just to darken the image. Yep, as a political But how stunt, do you find out without doing it? That's right. If there's probable cause, yeah. It's a tough question. It is. It's very, very iffy either way. Do you or don't you? But as J.W. said, uh, we you know, it would be nice to find out where this originated from, who signed off on it, etc. The only thing that's clear this morning is that I don't eat rice pudding. Ditto. Okay. That too, and... The texture and taste <laughs> are the qualifying ingredients. We have another caller. Uh, let's uh, hook all the things up. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. We have three branches of government in the United States, correct? Well, name them. The Justice Department, the legislature uh, department, and the presidential. 
So oh, I see what you mean. They're okay. supposed to operate separate from. However, it's taken all this time to recognize official government documents are missing. That's the basis for it, is it not to go in and get these records? Both of you just said, no, we weren't allowed to take records from where we worked. Well, he wasn't allowed to take records either. But he did. Fifteen boxes, maybe more. That's just at Mar-a-Lago. Hmm. And he has other properties. It took him a long time to reach this decision to go in there. So I don't see what the big deal is. doesn't matter who's in power. He did it. He knew also this would stir up his his uh, contingent, all those people who were showing up all of a sudden. We did have January 6th, and he was behind that as well. He told those people to go forward. The I'll be with you. Pardon me? The insurrection. Yes, which is not heard of either in this country. This was the first insurrection, is it not correct? Well, I think it's happened before, but not at this level. When was that? I can't answer that. I'm okay. not a historian like. Well, some of these records were taped together. Then there's missing. There's still missing records. Fifteen boxes is a lot of, a lot of material. And it's not to accuse people who question this, the news media and what you know, have you, that were that at, were. I'm sorry. At this level, I know what it's like here. Uh, we rarely have a single copy of something. Um, in government, uh, in the three, little over three years I worked in the government. Well, I guess it's more than that if you include my time with Clarence Miller and other people. But let's take my military time. Um, there was never just one copy of something. Um... I don't know why I'm saying this. Never mind. It didn't matter. It does not matter that there may be other copies. This is an individual who held the highest office and took government documents. Mm -hmm. He's not supposed to do that. It took the Justice Department a long time to make that decision and to hint at or actually come out and say, it's the president's fault, the current president's fault, that this happened. I don't think that's accurate. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I, I agree thought with I that had either. WAIS on the on the radio. I checked my radio dial and no, it was WATH. I, do, I don't understand. <laughs> well, you might hear something like this on that Nelsonville station. <laughs> okay. Anything goes. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you can you can you can laugh about it in the background all you want. No, but it's still well, illegal. It's to go and keep the records, whether it's Ohio University, it's a, it's a, an employer, uh, employee relationship. Sure. They'll get into, into a lot of trouble. I don't know what they would take from your radio station. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, they can take Social Security numbers of employees, and that's a compromised bit of information. They don't even have to take it out of your place. They already took it out of almost 7,000 people with that MCG Health here in Athens. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it, it's easier now. But these were physical records. These were not on, uh, on electronic means. These were physical records in boxes. Didn't matter if there were a thousand duplicates of each piece of paper in okay. those boxes. 
Okay, I get your so point. All I'm saying is that um, come on and say that you're all upset about this. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Thank you. You bet. Yeah, thank you. Okay, she said something I didn't understand. I think I've missed a story somewhere. She said MCCG or something like that. Yeah, I, I thought it was N NCG. Well, what? What is that? NCG. Um, I think it is um, government employees, uh, retired workers, um, disabled individuals that uh, there was a hack of, um, I, I think it was Social Security numbers. Okay. That somebody got in to hack those. And this was locally? Um, I believe it was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, darn. I'm not familiar with that yeah. story. Locally, regionally. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get back into our groove here. Um, on this day in history, okay, let's start there. We always uh, deal with historical events and that sort of thing. On this day in the year 378, just a little while ago, the Battle of Adrianople, the Goth army defeats Roman forces under uh, Emperor Valens. In the year 16, I'm sorry, 1790, Robert Gray's Columbia Redivia returns to Boston after a three-year journey. It was the first American ship to circumnavigate the globe. <laughs> On this date in 1898, Rudolf Diesel of Germany obtains patents particularly patent number 608845 for his internal combustion engine, later known as, guess what, the diesel engine. Nineteen forty-two on this date, Mahatma Gandhi and fifty others arrested in Bombay after passing a quit. India motion and campaign by the All Indian, rather the All India Congress. 1945, on this date, the U.S. drops the second atomic bomb, nicknamed Fat Man, on Nagasaki, Japan, destroying part of the city. we got a few more here. In 1965, on this date, Singapore separates from the Federation of Malaysia and gains its independence. 1974, Richard Nixon resigns as President of the United States and Vice President Gerald Ford swears the oath of office to take his place as the 38th U.S. President. That on this date in 1974. I believe I was on the air that morning doing this program. All right, one more. In, in the year 2020, on this date, disputed 
Belarusian presidential elections sees longtime dictator Alexander Lukashenko officially win 80% of the votes, but unofficially lose 60 to 70% of the votes to main opposition candidate Svetlana. Ooh, this is a tough one. Tishanovskaya. Out of that sparks widespread protests in Belarus and international condemnation. Okay, famous birthdays. Scott, I always need your help here. I'm ready. Amadeo Avogadro. So A-M-E-D-E-O. Last name A-V-O-G-A-D-R-O. He was born on this date in 1776. He died in 1856. Lorenzo Romano Amadeo Carlo Avogadro, <laughs> Count of Corenga and Sereto, was an Italian scientist most noted for his contribution to molecular theory now known as Avogadro's Law, which states that equal volumes of gases under the same conditions of temperature and pressure will contain equal numbers of molecules. <laughs> yeah, that almost uh, got past me there. Um, but a scientist. Yes. And if you look at his photograph or drawing or sketch, whatever this is, doesn't look like someone I really would like to know. <laughs> he looks like, uh, you know, how the, the Count of Monte Cristo was. I, or I don't know. Maybe worse. Maybe uh, he looks like a count of something. <laughs> Rod Lair. Labor. Um... Tennis, right? Yes. 84th birthday today. Rodney George Laver is an Australian former tennis player. Laver was the world number one ranked professional in some sources in 1964, in all sources from 1965 to 69, and in some sources in 1970. I'm presuming this means different tennis organizations that do rankings. Uh, spanning four years before and three years after the start of the open era in 1968. Okay, um, in the year 1648, on this date, Johann Michael Bach. Now, um, he he died then in 1694. Now. Johann Bach, I think of Johann Sebastian Bach, mm -hmm. right? There is a connection. Okay, what is it? Johann Michael Bach was a German composer of the Baroque period. He was the brother of Johann Christoph Bach, as well as first cousin, once removed, <laughs> and father-in-law of Johann Sebastian Bach. He's sometimes referred to as the Geriner Bach, to distinguish him from the Wuppertaler Bach, Johann Michael Bach. I'm thoroughly confused. 
Yes. That is, but tell uh, me this. The wording. Professionally, was he musically inclined? Yes, he was a German composer. Okay. You may have said that, but I missed it. He was the father-in-law of Johann Sebastian Bach. Okay. Now, let's... Here's someone who I've actually met on two occasions and really enjoyed. Whitney Houston. Oh, one of the most beautiful voices I have ever heard. Born on this date in 1963, she died in 2012. Gone too soon. Yes. American singer and actress named The Voice. She is one of the best-selling music artists of all time with sales of over 200 million records worldwide and I remember her from singing the national anthem in the uh, I think it was the 1991 Super Bowl mm-hmm. wow that was uh, gave me uh, goosebumps cold chills whatever you want to call them when I first saw that on watching the Super Bowl and it has been played many many times for many different occasions and I've actually used it here uh, for yeah, patriotic holidays, the special three-hour presentations. She is uh, just an angelic voice. Let me let me tell you my my two um, experiences with her were very brief, um, but in each case, she genuinely acted like she enjoyed meeting. And on the second occasion, she remembered me. When you think of all of the hundreds of thousands of people she met in her lifetime, I was quite impressed. All right, Whitney she was uh, She was the niece of Dionne Warwick. Mm-hmm. Okay, two famous deaths to mention. Dmitry Shostakovich. He was born in 1906. He died on this date in 1975. He was a Soviet-era Russian composer and pianist. He became internationally famous upon the premiere of his first symphony in 1926 and was regarded throughout his life as one of the major composers of the 20th century. Now think of that, folks. He was born in 1906, became famous in 2006 with his first symphony. He was 20 years old. Yeah. Some of his uh, movies, the music in them, include The Gadfly of 1955, The Leningrad Symphony from 1957, and Hamlet in 1964. Let's talk about Sharon Tate. Born in 1943, died on this date in 1969. Sharon Tate. She was one of the group of people that was murdered by the Manson family, actress Sharon Tate. Sharon Marie Tate Polanski was an American actress and model during the 1960s. She played small television roles before appearing in films and was regularly featured in fashion magazines as a model and cover girl. She was also the wife of Roman Polanski. Some of her movies include the uh, 1968 version of Rosemary's Baby, Mm. Valley of the Dolls in 1967, and The Wrecking Crew 
1968. Funny how some pop back in your memory and mm-hmm. others don't. Yeah. Those movies. All right. Well, <clears throat> let's uh, turn our attention to... Um, Oh, the the harder news, even though we only have about four minutes remaining. Federal sentencing in the Arbery killing. The three defendants convicted in February of a federal hate crime in the killing of Ahmed Arbery were sentenced yesterday. Travis McMichael, who fatally shot the 25-year-old black man while he was running in Georgia, was sentenced to life in prison plus 10 years. I don't really understand that. Anyway, his father, Greg McMichael, also received life in prison, while neighbor William Bryan was sentenced to 35 years. If you have life in prison plus 10 years, what, do they keep your body for 10 years there? Uh, No, I think... (laughs) I don't understand. I think if if uh, the sentence happens to be commuted for maybe good behavior or something like that, maybe they'll drop the life part, but they still have the ten years left on that, something like that. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. Anyway, the sentence comes after the McMichaels had asked to be transferred from state prison to federal prison, as the Georgia prison system is the subject of a Justice Department investigation for violence between inmates. However, the judge denied the request because they were first convicted in a state court. Current rules require them to return to the state prison system. Um, did you hear that Olivia Newton-John had passed? No, I did not. Really? Really. Till this very moment? Correct. Well, actress and singer Olivia Newton-John, who starred in the 1978 movie musical Grease, alongside John Travolta, died yesterday after a 30-year battle with breast cancer. She was 73. The British-Australian actress had been diagnosed with cancer in the early 1990s, and twice more in recent years. After landing chart-topping numbers on the Billboard's top country hits back in the 70s. Newton-John went on to perform number one hits, You're the One That I Want, and Summer Nights, in the classic musical film, Grease. Which was released not long after that. Her album Totally Hot went platinum, followed quickly by the single Physical, which was regarded as one of the top songs of the 80s. She won also four Grammy Awards throughout her music career. 73 she was. Too young, beautiful voice, beautiful singer. Um, I guess we don't have really enough time to go into too much more this morning. 
I think one of the songs I remember first learning or knowing about Olivia Newton-John was the song, Have You Never Been Mellow? Yes. I think that was one of the first ones I remember of her you singing did, career. You did put up a song here, and it's, I think, kind of, it's meant to be um, light, right? Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. E. Welcome to the Athens County Care Show. Athens County Care, started in December 2020, is a project of the United Seniors of Athens County.